your business will only grow as much as you're growing. And if you want your business to double, you've got to more than double your personal growth. Like, what does that mean? You've got to become a far better leader. You've got to be learning so fast, so much of the right things that er that your whole business's growth and vision can fit within your growth and vision. If you're a real estate investor, entrepreneur, real estate agent, and you have ever been or are right now kind of stuck between the levels, I'll talk about what that means, but if you're stuck between the levels and you've had some level of success, you have some big ambitions, you have a business that's providing income for you right now, but maybe your passion or a new strategy in the business is where you see the future, but you're, you're kind of struggling and asking yourself, what do I do with my current business that provides the income? but I don't think it's the future or it's not what I'm the most passionate about. It's not where I add the most value. And how do I deal with that versus where I think we should go? And how do I do it without letting that uh, current business slide? How do I do that without that income going away while you're building the new focus to grow the business for the future? Well, I, I talked with two entrepreneurs in our Epic program just this past 24 hours on this topic. Both are doing somewhere between three and five, three and six million a year. Uh, high-level investors, uh, both have are amazing leaders as well, and uh, they have great, great businesses. The challenge that both are experiencing is a challenge we all experience. I'm going to walk through kind of my thoughts on how to transition between the levels and how do you leave behind what got you there and step into what what's going to get you where you want to go because it's oftentimes two different things. So I'm going to tell you a couple stories with these entrepreneurs and then a couple mindset shifts that might make you help to properly let go of the things that got you there and start to step into the new things that are going to take you where you want to go towards a new vision. Okay. So the, the commonalities that I found working with our Epic program members and in the conversations I'm having with them is they have number one, a business that's been successful to a point, right? They're making 300,000 or 500,000 a year and it's kind of hanging out there a little bit, but they're not really sure how to crack through. They've, they've tried a bunch of things that hasn't worked. You know, they're making one to three, one to four million a year. And same thing. It's it's a good business, it's profitable, but they're not sure how to crack through it. Maybe they maybe their margins even started to get squeezed a little bit because they hired some people around that phase. Those people didn't work out. They maybe kept them on or had to let them go. And it's almost a continual treadmill sometimes with some of those roles. And you're going, Man, how do I how do I crack through? Is this too hard to do? Maybe I'm just gonna be more comfortable at the at the previous phase and I'll just kind of settle into what I know. Okay, another thing that pops up with entrepreneurs when, when we get in this phase is we naturally, uh, and I have a real challenge with this oftentimes, so this is kind of me speaking out my own challenges and how I've worked through some of these myself, but we naturally then after we have that cycle of recognizing the company needs something new, a new shift, uh, what got us here won't get us there. We hire some people to help us get us where we want to go. It doesn't work out after a period of time. So then we go, cool, well, it must be the people issue, the issue with the other people. Therefore, I probably need to roll up my sleeves and just do the work. I probably need to roll up my sleeves and um, power through this and drive the strategy and drive all this stuff because the rest of the team doesn't know how to do it. And you do that. And what happens is you amplify the problem. You actually amplify you as the bottleneck. You make it harder for everybody who is working with you because you're coming in and micromanaging, not intentionally, but you're, you're micromanaging or not making it clear on who makes decisions. Um, and these are all things I have 
and in some cases am experiencing right now in our next transition and shift, right? It's it's something that comes up every single time, every single transition on the threes and tens. It's just different things you have to get good at delegating that next round. It's different things you have to get good at on the leadership side. It's different models and patterns that you need to lead differently and better, which requires you to grow, right? We talk about that all the time on the killer cast that your business will only grow as much as you're growing. And if you want your business to double, you've got to more than double your personal growth. Like, what does that mean? You've got to become a far better leader. You've got to be learning so fast, so much of the right things that er that your whole business's growth and vision can fit within your growth and vision, okay? So usually when we get stuck, it's because we got burnout or bored uh, or or we were just kind of going, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not willing to make the hard decisions that's that are need to be made to be able to get us where we want to go. The business stagnates. You then start to go, oh, shoot, I need to dive in and save the day with this stuff. You do, you start to lose your best people potentially. And then all of a sudden you're stuck with the business that now you have 12 jobs. It's sliding backwards or stagnant. And this is where people give up, sell the company, uh, sabotage, or go back to a previous revenue level that was easier for them. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm here to tell you guys that that's not the answer. Okay. It's so tempting to go back to a revenue level that you've already mastered that is easier for you. It's so tempting because we want to avoid pain, right? We want to naturally avoid pain. And for us to grow the business requires us to step into more pain intentionally and grow intentionally. Okay. So here's a couple of things that you can think about. Uh, and, and I'm going to start with a model. So I was reading the book, um, 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan. Love the book. Amazing, amazing book. And I remember years ago, this was 2012, when I actually started doing coaching with Dan Sullivan's group was Strategic Coach. And Strategic Coach is a really, really great um, entrepreneurial coaching program. Uh, it's not specific to real estate. It's actually a lot of financial planners in it. But it's a really good program and he does everything based on models. And that was the first time I'd really heard about the 80-20 principle. Um, you know, um, I talked about this way. I'd, I'd heard of the Pareto principle in the past, but not in the way that he is talking about it. And the way that he talked about it was essentially as we're elevating as entrepreneurs, we adopt all these tasks and the business adopts these ways of doing business. It could be a, you got where you're going by doing wholesale deals with an average profit per deal of $10,000. And that's what got you from zero to a 300,000 a year or zero to a million a year. Okay. But what happens now is the processes you've built, the marketing you've built in the business, the avatars you're going after, the things that you're doing are going after $10,000 deals. But if you have an ambition to get to 3 million, you likely have to give up 80% of what you're doing in your business. And the business has to give up 80% of what it's doing potentially and step into a new, a new 80%. You have to take the 20% of things that you're doing that are driving towards the future. It's the 20% of the things that maybe that's you're, you're starting to, to go into multifamily or you're starting to do bigger deals. You're starting to do flips now. Right. And you're going, oh my gosh, these flips are 50K profits. I really see an opportunity here, but I'm only spending 10 or 20% of my time and the business is only spending 10 or 20% of its time driving flips. And I think that the market is going to be primed for these for the next two years. Right. So it has to be strategically sound. It can't be just you want to do it. It's got to be strategically sound. And it's conviction you have that the business should go in this direction. That's the future of the business. Okay. You've got to have a conviction there. You got to have some sort of information that gives you the confidence that that's the direction. If that's the case, you're never going to get to that $3 million mark if you continue to have the business focus on $10,000 deals 
and only a very small portion of the business is focused on the bigger deals. Okay. Dan Sullivan calls it the, the next biggest check. Um, and so what do you have to do? Well, you have to look at that 80% of things you're doing and say, well, um, either I'm going to create processes for these things and delegate them off to another group in the company. And I'm going to create a different group. That's going to go after the new big stuff. Or we're going to, we're going to as a company say, uh, we're actually moving away from deals that give us $10,000. We're actually going to elevate now our standard to $20,000, um, or over. I will do no deals that are going to give less than $20,000 profit. Or if you're in multifamily, I was talking with another one of our high level Epic, um, program members last week on a coaching call with him. And uh, he's in a similar situation. He has a really good business around a million a year, single uh, single operator, doing great. Um, but his future he sees in the business is more recurring revenue. Uh, the future he sees in the business is he does a good bunch of flips. That's what got him to the million. Okay, but he really sees the opportunity to buy, um, to buy some bigger commercial properties, uh, mobile home parks, maybe some multifamily and stuff like that. And so as we dove in, I said, well, how much of your business is focused on on going after those? He said, well, really, really not anything. I don't really have a motion to specifically go after those. All of our marketing motion and our process and our team is really built around the transactional deals on the flips and wholesales. So, okay, so uh, let's do the math. If you were to keep doing what you're doing, the flips and wholesales, what would that look like? What would that business do? And is that the business you want to have? And he said, well, no, it's a good business, but that's not the business I want to have. And so then we said, well, what is a business you want to have? And it was a recurring revenue. And I said, okay, cool. So let's do the math. You already have some rental properties. Um, what, a, what is the current average that, you know, what is the current average um, monthly income that comes from each property? And I'm going to make up a number of, let's say, you know, let's say it was the net income. Let's say the average net income is 500 bucks per property because they're single family homes. Okay. Amazing. So can you get to your goal of X amount in passive uh, income per year by buying a bunch more of those single family homes? The answer was yes, but then you had to look and do the math and it was a bunch of homes. There's like a hundred individual houses, okay, to get to where you wanted to go. So we look at that and do what I call the ICE method, which is impact, confidence, and effort. What's the impact this strategy is gonna have on my goals? Well, that strategy would be getting a hundred single family houses total um, in addition to the, the, the ones he's already, already has, but getting up to a hundred was going to take a bunch of work because it was about another 60, 70, 80 properties. I think it was. Okay. Um, it would get him there. So the impact would be to get him to his, his monthly income goal, but the effort would be really, really high. The confidence level was not, I, I do confidence levels in 50, 80 and a hundred percent. Um, and so the confidence level definitely wasn't a hundred percent for that. Um, it was probably somewhere between that 80 and 50% because he knew he could do it, but it, the question was, could he do it in the, in the timeline he wanted? Well, no, that's a lot of houses to stack up. Okay, cool. So let's look at the second option. Then. And the second option I challenged him with is I said, what if you were to stop focusing on the single family home? And what if you were to focus on a bigger check? What if you were to focus on a bigger deal for the future? The 80% that you're focusing on right now is a single family home and it's keeping you, it's got you where you are and it's keeping you where you are, okay? The 20% that you're starting to focus on or maybe it was 10% for him at that time is gonna take you where you wanna go. The question is, how do you flip-flop it, All right? How do you flip-flop it? And so we did the math and discovered, yeah, he could do, you know, five 20 unit buildings rather than 100 properties or, you know, two 50 unit buildings or you get the idea, 10, 10 unit buildings. So we worked that out 
And now there's a strategy where he's raising, he's elevating his biggest check. So he's elevating the standard by which every property uh, has a minimum amount of net income that's going to come out of it. Otherwise, he won't analyze it, won't spend any time on it. And there's plenty of those properties out there. I was talking to another one of our Epic members this morning uh, who is in the same quandary. His business is a little bit bigger. It's at the next level. It's at the 3 million level. And his wholesaling and flipping business does over a million dollars a year in income. And he's having a challenge. He's saying, how do I how do I step away from this business to really focus on what I feel is the big opportunity, which is the, these big commercial deals? He talked uh, he talked about a, a big commercial deal that he that he recently did. When I said, well, what's the biggest check or what's the average check you're getting from those? And this last one was almost a million dollars in equity he acquired on one deal. One deal, a million dollars in equity and a bunch of cash flow. And so we looked at those numbers. And I said, well, where are you spending most of your time in your business? And it was you know 90%. Uh, trying to hold things together in his seven-figure uh, wholesaling and flipping company because he doesn't have the right team vision and process over there currently. And I said, okay, if you want to, if you want to get where you want to go, you've got to learn how to find a leader to run this wholesaling and flipping business, and then you've got to flip-flop your time where eighty percent of your time is focused on acquiring the big commercial deals, and twenty percent is focused on helping to uh, to work with and coach and and, and unlock the wholesaling and flipping business. Eighty percent towards the big commercial. 20% towards your existing wholesaling flipping business. Until he does that, he's going to be stuck where he is. He's going to be frustrated. He's going to be wondering why he's not advancing. He's going to go through several leaders and several employees on the flipping and wholesaling side because he's micromanaging, doesn't have the right processes. It's going to be that way. How do, ask me how I know, guys. I know because I've been in that, in, in, that, in that phase. I've been in that phase where I've done that. And it's a, it's a pattern that does pop up for me from time to time when I don't slow down and really pull back and say, what's my 80-20 and how do I flip it? And then who do I have own the 80% that we're doing now? Uh, and what is the 20% I need to step into? Okay. So with Carrot, we recently hired Angie. She's our COO. She's absolutely amazing. Uh, she stepped into my 80%. Okay. She stepped into my 80% to run Carrot, to really take over a product and help accelerate the way we're innovating and, and to run other parts of the company. And she's been doing amazing. Uh, the challenge then is, is on the transition is starting to actually adopt the new schedule that you need to have. Okay. If you need to be spending your 80% now is on new stuff. For me, 20% of my time a year ago was on content, new product, uh, landing big deals, speaking, things like that. Less than 20% was on those things, which I love to do. And they, they drive the business forward. Um, and I knew that the future of Carrot and where we need to grow, go is having that be my 80. It's having me speak, it's having me create new product, it's having me really dive in and um, create more content, grow our social following, uh, look for big deals to land, uh, negotiate those big deals. I need to put my 80% there. And so then you have to ask yourself, how does the team have to change? And so to make that happen, we had to change our team structure. We had to bring a team around me directly for that new that new 80, that new 80%. So we have Braden on my team. Uh, he is fully committed to helping me grow our audience, grow our content. Okay, we've elevated some people on the product side to be able to accelerate and collaborate with me even more effectively on the product side. Uh, we uh, adjusted some of our team members, one of them from one part of the company to another part on the innovation side so we can collaborate more effectively and he can move fast. And so those are all things that we had to intentionally do to make that flip uh, from the 80-20. All right, guys, so I'm going to wrap up. I'm getting into the office right now to get my workout in. Uh, it was actually my oldest daughter's birthday today. 
So we had a little bit of birthday breakfast, which was a blast. Uh, Birthday mornings at my house are always like the thing. So my wife, she started it years ago where um, she started, we started decorating the night before for the kid's birthday. So we would decorate all kinds of stuff at the house. We, there'd be crepe paper strung throughout the, the stairwells. There'd be balloons everywhere. We would decorate their seat uh, in our kitchen where we eat breakfast uh, and dinner. That seat would be decorated. You know, the presents would be out. So when they wake up, they just have a really, really, really cool morning. And so the kids have looked forward to it all the time. So we stayed up late getting things decorated after the kids went to bed. Had a great breakfast this morning with crepes, uh, open presents, and now heading to get my workout. And then right after that, I'm diving in with my CEO to review some things. And then I'm digging into content. I'm digging into content. And I have a call with my coach today. So if you don't have a coach, y'all, if you don't have a coach, I have two coaches right now for different purposes. One for my business, for the software side. He's also an amazing leader, and that's Dan Martell. And then I have a leadership coach who specifically hops on with me, hops on with our other leaders to help coaches through this phase because anytime you're advancing through a level and things get stuck, you need a coach to help you. You need a coach to help you. So I have a coach, her name is Brittany. Uh, She hops on with each one of us. I think it's every other week. She hops on with the executive team as well uh, to dig into how we're leading. What are the challenges we're having in the way that we're leading? How do we need to transition and shift? And those are the exact things I'm coaching our Epic Plan members on uh, in the group. And, uh, it's been a blast. So if you are stuck or if you're wanting to make the right shift in your own business and you're wanting to, uh, move from one level to the next, and you're not sure how, and you keep on holding on to all these tasks in your business that are draining your energy, they're making money, but they're kind of keeping you where you are as well. Then guys go to carrot.com forward slash Epic. Uh, it's carrot.com forward slash Epic. Set up a discovery call with our, with our team. Our team will hop on with you. Yeah, I get to know about you and your business. I uh, get to see where those challenges are, where those opportunities are, and they'll let you know how we can help. Uh, but uh, that, that's been a huge focus of mine this past six months is really growing that Epic program and helping you guys build those businesses of freedom and impact. Um, the program is definitely not the cheapest. It's definitely not the most expensive, but I was on a call with a $6 million a year entrepreneur yesterday, and he said he, he has a coach. He's he has a coach that he's paying thousands of dollars per month. And we were on a call um, diving into an issue that he's got on a certain hire that he's trying to make. And he said, dude, that, that one 40-minute call that we just had uh, blew every other call from my other coach out of the water for the past six months. Um, and he's actually paying the other coach more, so we probably need to raise our prices. So if you want to get in on the Epic program at our current price levels, y'all, hustle in there. Because as, as the group grows, the prices probably will naturally increase a bit so we can keep the group smaller uh, rather than making it hundreds of people. And so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep on optimizing the group for the right mix of people, price, investment. My aim is to help you guys get a 20 to 40x return on your investment uh, within year one is my aim and help you uh, pay for the program in the first 90 days with some of the tips that we'll give you guys. So Go to carrot.com forward slash epic, carrot.com forward slash epic. You do have to be, the only qualification to, to have a discovery call is you have to have an active business that's doing six figures a year right now. And um, if it's doing six figures a year right now and you have some challenges, then we'll be able to work through with those challenges with you to get you that next level uh, on the business side and the personal side. All right, guys, and into the office, carrot.com forward slash epic. Get in there. These people in this group are absolutely 
amazing. And whatever I deliver here on the podcast is a small fraction of some of the conversations we're having. All right, guys, have an amazing rest of the week. We'll talk soon.